0: C. Y'all know what time uh. The mother guys ain't got no style. We know what's up before we go there. This is the right now. This is the right now. if you ain't know the deal, I bet you know now. This is the fans' voice. You hear them both cows. This what the people need.
1: What's going down, people? It's your homie, homie CL and we back live on the Rundown South Podcast. Gotta know that. And I'd like to thank you for joining me. However, you're joining me, I do appreciate it. Hopefully you came through from the rundown.com. That's D-A-Rundown.com. Gotta know that. And if you like this right here, what you listen to, you can get it every time it come out. Just, you know, head to your favorite podcast, catch your iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Google Play, Spotify, wherever you like to get your podcast. We right there for you. You dig? So, uh, you know, I just dropped a podcast yesterday, and you know we're going back to back on some Drake shit and uh, since I didn't want to talk about n b a by myself, I got a personal friend friend of mine, excuse me I don't know what, what you what you going by out in the streets before I just put your government name out there. I don't <laughs> know you might need to protect your identity
2: uh, now nah, this call me hooks,
1: just hooks all right this is uh, the homie hooks man we uh we go way back uh to high school. Kick it about sports all the time, and I, just like I told y'all, we was gonna get back to it. I just don't like talking about it with myself. So, man, what's going on with you? Welcome to the show.
2: Welcome, appreciate you having me.
1: Oh man, anytime, man. I'm I'm trying to get more of the homies involved. I, I'm trying to follow the the footsteps of the great Bill Simmons, who I I look up to as the podfather. Uh, and he does have a lot of his homies on, so I'm like, you know what, I can do that too. And uh, that's basically everybody else podcast, so I ain't gotta have all my official guests every time I do this. Facts, facts. So uh I don't know, before we get in all, all this NBA talk, man, real quick, dog, like I'm gonna start asking everybody, what you listening to right now?
2: Uh right now my playlist consists of uh I listen to this dude named Cor. He's from Philly. Okay. Um, shout out Philly, he uh He's a rapper from North Philly.
1: A real Philly style rapper. Like lots of bars. He's a real Philly rapper.
2: Yeah, got bars. I also listened to uh, YBS Scola. Okay. He's from Baltimore. Um, I just went to the Meet Mill concert in D.C. uh, like the end of March. And then Meet Mill had brought out YBS Scola. And that's how I became a fan. Like, so had the crowd going crazy in D.C., you know, you know, got that D.C., Baltimore. They right. right there, so they that probably each other heavy. So I've been listening to his music heavy lately. And then, you know, YFN Lucci, that's my favorite rapper. So I always listen to him. Straight up. Yes, sir. Well,
1: Lucci is your favorite rapper.
2: Yeah, Lucci probably my favorite rapper.
1: Hmm. You know, I can see you. you might be very culture, but i i thought maybe you might still be a little bit more old school as far as your favorite rapper so is that just like your favorite current rapper i mean
2: my favorite yeah my favorite current rapper okay
1: all right all right i, I will accept that you yeah, know because yeah, yeah, at, at one time young thug was my favorite rapper so <laughs> I, I will give you that i'm i yeah, will yeah. not pass judgment on that man, that's man they beeping right now i know so that's why i was just like man that's yeah yeah. But uh, I might actually have to do a little research. I just I seen it on Twitter, but I ain't really read yeah. up on it. And of course, I, you know, I've just got too much going on, so I'm just like, oh, really? That's what they doing out there? But uh, right,
2: right.
1: Hopefully, everything gets itself resolved. They don't get too crazy because them them dudes is official. That already. Uh, okay. you on you on Spotify? Uh,
2: nah, I use Apple Music.
1: Okay, see, I'm for. Fi- I'm still debating on whether or not I should do this whole Spotify thing where I put out playlists, but it seems like everybody is all over the place when it comes to where they digest their music at. So Right, right. I don't know. I'm that's in the works. That's in the beta test right now. We're gonna put we're gonna keep baking that cake.
2: Yeah, uh, yeah, definitely.
1: All right, man. So let's not ignore the game seven elephant in the room. Ooh, you know, we less than twenty four hours from a ridiculous Game 7. Actually, two ridiculous Game 7s, nope. to be honest, man. That was, Yesterday was a good day for basketball. Facts, facts. I was all over it. And I probably had more fun, especially with the second game, because I watched that one with both of my sons. Right. And they had never watched a buzzer beater live in action. They've only seen them on YouTube. Yeah, yeah. So they was going nuts. When the ball dropped in, man, like, when you see Kawhi Leonard go for that spot, you know what's about to happen already. So I'm sitting there looking at them. I'm like, he finna make this shot. But then for the way it goes in, just made everybody in the house lose their mind, man.
2: Right, right.
1: Like, where? how did you feel in that moment?
2: Well, I'm going to start off by saying this, like, so Philly, like, my third home, uh, my girl from Philly. Okay. Um. So I got that Philly tie. So, of course, I was rooting for Philly. Right. And, you know, she was rooting for Philly. And then uh, I want to say, like, the play before that, Jimmy Butler had made a steal to tie the game up. Yep. And then, you know, we was going crazy off that, you know, excited, crazy. And, you know, Toronto caught that timeout. And then uh, it was, like, what, four seconds left, and then Kawhi got the ball. And I seen, like, Ben Simmons was guarding him. I was like, well, that's perfect, you know, length on length. Mm-hmm. Just don't let him drive to the uh, basket. Whatever you do, just don't let him drive. And like you said, Kawhi went to his spot, like, ran to the spot. Yep. And was able to get the shot off. And, I, and me looking at the shot, I was like, wow, that that might go in. Yes. And then freaking hit them, did them bouncing. <laughs> Man. I'm talking about, the, like, I don't know. Feel felt like our heart
1: dropped. I not believe it. <laughs> like that. Now, I mean, you can literally, like, have a heart drop moment because mm-hmm. it took so long for the ball to go
2: in the hoop. I was confused. I didn't know, what, like, what was happening. I'm like, damn, the ball just chilling, bouncing, <laughs> bouncing, bouncing. It's like, wait for it. And then it just dropped in.
1: Yeah. I, I mean, I it. I could imagine, like, it felt like it was up there forever.
2: Facts. Yes. Let me think. I feel sorry for for the Sixers players too. Felt like, you know, they worked that hard to get that, that close in yes. the game. Yes. And then they then they came back. The game perfect perfect situation for them to be in. Tied the game up a couple seconds left. I mean Right. Yeah. Just to fall that short, heartbreaking.
1: And I'm gonna applaud Jimmy Butler for not doing the three and trying to win the game, and just going for the basket. He did the absolute yeah. best thing you should have done. A best. aggressive play to the hole, you know, hopefully getting some contact either for an and one or just get your foul shots. Right. <laughs> so I really appreciated what he did. uh, But I was already under the impression that Kawhi was going to get the ball and he was going to go for his spot. And he had absolutely no plans of going to the hole. <laughs> yeah. And I I had the same feeling in that playoff game. Uh, man, who, who was Washington playing? But Paul Pierce, he got the ball. And I was like, y'all better not let him get to his spot. Whatever you do, don't let him get to that spot right there inside the three-point line at the top of the key. And he went yeah. right for it. And it's, I almost had deja vu. I was like, boom, he's making that shot. Because when you go to the spot, you all the the bounce always gets the benefit of the doubt. Yep. Just because you shoot that shot so much, you can shoot it in your sleep. Facts. So I'm always wary of players going for their spot. You almost have to push them off. I would have almost had somebody standing there waiting for him to try to go there. Mm, yep. But that's That's
2: the smart thing to do if they knew better.
1: Right. I mean, I'm saying it right now in retrospect, and I don't get paid to coach basketball, but that was my train of thought. Just don't let him get to that spot. Now we're going to get to Philly later, and I guess we should talk about the other game seven real quick. Now. It's crazy that just like any other series or any other time in the playoffs, it just comes down to isolation basketball when stuff gets tight. Yep. Dame didn't have it yesterday, but C.J. McCollum came all the way out. Bum. I was loving every minute. I seen it early. I said, oh, this is going to be a C.J. game. He's really taking charge because whatever it is, Dame is not being defective and they are locking him down. And that's why they took the dude that was on Dame and put him on CJ, thinking that was going to stop him. But when he needed him, you know, he just threw him a little chicken wing and, uh, mm-hmm. and hit that yeah. step-back fadeaway shot. He he is loving that, that little fadeaway, you know, 18-footer. That little mid-range guy. He's loving it. I didn't even really know he was a mid-range guy like that. To be honest, I really haven't watched a lot of Portland until yeah. now. So, I'm really learning who this team is and how they function. And, you know, I I wanted to see what they were with Nurkic, but, of course, he's out right now. But I think Cantor's doing an okay job filling in for him. Yeah, definitely. Uh, but, yeah, man, so what, what were your root interests in that game? Or did you have Um
2: one? Nah, like I, I ain't really got no root interest in that game. Uh, okay. Like I said, I, I like Damian Lillard. I like CJ McCollum. Um I guess you can say I do. I do want Damian do good specifically off that uh, Russell Westbrook beef. Right. Um, so
1: you don't like Russell?
2: And the crazy thing is, you know, I, I, I like his his career. I liked him. I liked watching him grow up. Okay. You know, when he was with KD, I felt like he made a lot of poor decisions. But then you know when he became, when he got his own team, the first couple of years, I was like, all right, you know, you got your you know your average your triple double, but then now I feel like. He's too much of an ISO player and I I just I just don't like his attitude a lot. Mm. Especially like how he I feel like he tried to play Damien too much and then Dame came with it, you know, when it counted. Yeah. And I and you know, I I, I don't know, I like that. That's the kind of stuff I like.
1: It's it's a little weird. I kinda have the same feeling toward Russ. I love what he was doing early because it was exciting.
2: Right, exactly.
1: He was a ball of energy, dunking over people, pulling up, hitting shots, just all over the place, and I loved it. But as time went on, it doesn't seem that his game has gotten well-rounded as you would have liked him as time goes by.
2: His shooting's getting worse.
1: And I don't really understand that because early on, he was – A mid range Maven. He was he was doing his thing, you know, from eighteen to fifteen, but now he just takes a lot of bad shots. Mm -hmm. You know, a lot of contested stuff. I'm not sure what's motivating him to do that still. But I, I really wish he would find ways to affect the game without using his athleticism as much. Because that seems to be his His motive right now. I can get past you. I know I can get past you because I'm Russell Westbrook. And he's right. He can get past you because he's Russell Westbrook. But that doesn't mean you should do it every time. Right. Sometimes they have things waiting for you at the other end, Russ. You got to think about the second and the third action. But. We're getting off on the tangent, man. Let's Yeah, yeah, my bad. You good, man. So but you kind of felt like I me, mean, you wanted to see Dame get to that next round and see what he was made of and see how he could come through. So Exactly. I can see that. Now, did you feel like Denver was going to take that game after the way they muscled Portland going in?
2: Honestly, I thought it was over, especially like when I seen um, when Portland only had like 19 points in the second quarter, even though it was like early on, they was losing by 15. I felt like it was almost like too overwhelming for them to come into Denver and then you know freaking like cut that lead down. Right. I th- I thought it was too much for them. I thought Denver. Was, I thought Denver basically had it once they came out with that strong start.
1: Yeah, they. They did seem to have control of the game and I was weary for them, but I saw that Dane was being ineffective and mm-hmm. CJ was was holding the ship. So I was like, well, these, these guys can't shoot. So right. it's it's not like we out here with with Philadelphia roster where we only got two shooters and, and nobody exactly. else can can do much. So I, I felt like they still had a chance going all the way to the fourth quarter. Because you know it's the NBA, it's a lot of runs, and you you just gotta respect how the momentum changes. Which I'm sorry, Bomani, but that's what I felt like it it should be. Uh, yeah. But yeah, man that that one right there, that one was another classic that I'm gonna remember CJ the most for for that 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 MJ that moment throwing that little elbow. Getting that yeah. space, I, I feel like they need to go ahead and put that one on the gift or, or the poster and put them side by side and be like, you know, we can all push off too, you know, just <laughs> like the greats.
2: Thanks.
1: All right, so we'll take a quick break and then we're going to dive into the losing teams and then we'll preview the conference finals.
2: All right, sound good.
1: Alright guys, let's uh let's talk about the teams who had to go packing and since we talked a little bit about uh, Philly and Denver already let's go ahead and switch it up and we'll talk about the other two teams that lost uh, we can start with Houston now my main problem with Houston is I didn't get the pick and roll sets that I was promised with the Chris Paul trade you know, I was rumored to get some double screens, you know, and people just not being able to keep up with all the roll action. But instead, I get some Chris Paul and I get a little James Harden. Now, I, and the problem is when James Harden runs a pick and roll, he's not even any good. He's shooting below 35%. Meanwhile, Chris Paul is around 50%. And that's a problem. So I'm still trying to figure out. I need somebody to do a little film study for me and tell me exactly why James Harden is so bad on pick and rolls. Because in the scheme of things, it should work out better, especially when he's on the floor with Chris Paul. So I don't know. Is there anything you seeing just as a basketball fan?
2: Uh, I would say it. I feel like um, James Harden' is, his strength is the ISO game. This is and true. He rather have somebody one-on-one than, you know, bringing people towards him, clouding his space, you know? Right. I feel like uh, he gets the ball off easier when he's able to, you know, shake and bait and go which way he want to go instead of of the screen or the pick forcing him to go a certain way. I feel he's he, he, he more of a freelancer, I, ISO player.
1: My thing about him is he's so good at controlling his tempo when he's moving you would think he would be really good in space.
2: but I I feel like, um, like you said, he only moves when he got the ball, for one. This is true. Opinion. And then, uh, so, when he don't have the ball, or when somebody else got the ball, like you say, Chris Paul, and you, you force him in the pick-and-roll situation, Chris Paul's a natural point guard. So, I feel like if thing, that's why he's used to playing off the pick-and-roll. And he's used to, you know... Feeding the big man the ball. Right. And, you know, dishing out the pass. Whereas James Harden, he's more so looking forward to score for himself. And then, you know, if, if, uh, the defense doesn't allow that, then, you know, kick it out, dish it out. But his main priority is score the basketball. And I feel like he needs to do that. He feels like he needs to do that on, on his own time.
1: I just don't get it because he, I guess the the function of his ISO game is the kickouts, and that results in a lot of his assists.
2: I, like really, I call them bailouts.
1: <laughs> you call them bailouts. Yeah. Damn, that's a little hard. So you saying that he, he <laughs> has no choice but exactly to throw exactly. them the ball?
2: That's the that's how he gets assists
1: when he has no choice.
2: Mm. I mean that you know he had the what free throw record, like the most most free throws. <laughs> Most free throws attempted, all, all that I feel like is because he's for, he's he's forcing his way to the basket, which is nothing wrong with that. But I feel a lot of times there's better plays to be made than him, you know, forcing the ball out. Especially like Eric Gordon, what's happening? Like Eric Gordon, I thought had a pretty good series against um
1: he did, uh, Golden go go state. state, yeah.
2: But I feel like James Harden took took that away from him like he, you know, kept poisoning up all the ball shots and didn't really give Eric Gordon a chance to shine like how he needed to.
1: Yeah. I think we could have used a little bit more of Eric Gordon in Game 6 and definitely in Game 5. You know, you, you look at Houston and you had a chance to get at Golden State without KD.
2: hmm
1: but you weren't ready for what they were bringing without KD. They just went back to the old way they was playing. Y'all ain't have nothing for it. And I look at James Harden, and I talked about this on the last podcast with my cousin. And I told him I I really love his game. Mm. The only thing I don't really like is when he's going to the basket and he's not actually trying to make the shot.
2: Yeah, he do just go up there and float it up there. And sometimes. just throw his
1: arms up in a shooting like motion. Yeah. It's one of the most annoying things about him. Be but I love his moveset. I love seeing him being able to dribble and do things. I just wish he would be more effective with it and you know, it'd be much more enjoyable for my exactly. product. I think but
2: he overdo it just a little bit too much.
1: Just a little bit, man. It's it's good in moderation, just like anything else. You know, just a little too much to get you in trouble.
2: Yeah, I feel like uh, usually he get he get him. I think he, get a, he do his moves more so for his self-satisfaction. Uh, I right. feel like a lot of times he get him and he can go with it or make a quick basketball play pass it real quick. But he'd rather them come back, you know what I mean? Go yeah. Give him some more. Right. And I think that's what really mess him up.
1: Instead of getting into the flow of the game and just exactly. kind of letting more like, things come give to you. it and
2: go. You feel
1: me? It, it is such a disappointment to see what happens, but you know, it's the NBA. Everybody wants to be a star and mm-hmm. you know, James Harden has his, so I'm going to let you have that one at home beard. Uh, yeah. All right. Let's move on to another team. Let's talk about these Boston Celtics. Uh, one of the most talented teams in the NBA on paper. Probably one of the best teams to play with on 2K.
2: <laughs>
1: but in real life, that shit ain't work. Point blank. Hmm. Some somebody has to go. It's too many people. It's too much uh repetition at different positions. Like they they're gonna need to clean their roster up and either get another big piece or make a three-way trade or something but somebody got to go so do you have a vote who you would put off the island
2: yeah Kyrie got to go
1: Kyrie got to go by he force or by choice boot. huh by force or by choice
2: you uh either way like um he about to be a free agent i, I already think his mind like he already out the door at Boston in my opinion but I think it would be best for the team if if Kyrie get the boot.
1: Okay, so do you think Boston should even bother with an offer?
2: Uh you know, if they get a nice offer like an AD, but you know they keep saying AD only want to go if Kyrie there. But um That's not happening. I don't know. Just depend. We got to see how I got to feel like I got to see how this Milwaukee series go against Golden State and see if Milwaukee sets new precedent of you know what a team should be. But at the same time, I feel like uh, Boston was right there last year with without Kyrie, but they had to go against you know King James. Of course. But you know now you know freaking LeBron out west, so I think the East wide open. Even though freaking the Greek Freak done stepped up now, freaking Milwaukee like the new beast of the East. Yeah. But I think I, I think in order for Boston to compete, they got to get rid of Kyrie.
1: Everybody is pretty much saying that uh, in one way or another. Uh, but I think people are just more looking at Kyrie not wanting to be in Boston. But I, I kind of agree with you. you know, as much as I love Kyrie's skill set, I think if they want to really invest in the future, you're going to have to go ahead and max out Jason Tatum. Whatever Jason Tatum is going to be, you need to figure out exactly where his ceiling is, putting the ball in his hands and seeing if he can become that guy because everything is there. The athletic ability, the, the court vision, the shooting. I mean, he's a little spotty on defense, but everybody has to work on that as they go along in the NBA. But all the tools are there. I, I love – I'll get Boston just to play with him on 2K just because I want to oh, – Yeah,
2: definitely. Jason tell him one of my favorite player Just
1: get some yams and uh, just mess with my kids and whatever. But <laughs> I don't like using them in, like, competition just because, I don't know, I, I feel like I could get limited sometimes. I don't know. Something happened yeah, with yeah. Kyrie shooting on the game. It, it ain't as – he ain't as wet as he used to be. Yeah, I don't know. They, they, I gotta. I might have to go back and look at the, uh, the past ratings. (laughs) But um, but yeah, man, I, I do think that if they want to go to the next level, they need to go ahead, let Kyrie walk, and I mean, I guess you could keep Terry Rozier, or you can kind of go in a different direction with him as well. I
2: mean, I feel like they need, they need a good point guard. That'd be perfect place for Kimba. Kimba needs to try and make make it look that way.
1: Think Kimba uh, might end up there.
2: Hey, that'd be nice.
1: You you would like that more than him going like, to be with LeBron.
2: Yeah, definitely. I feel like uh, you know, especially since I just moved out here to Charlotte, you know, I got a chance to really watch Kimba this year, like for real for real. Okay. And then um I feel like it's gonna be like the same old cliche freaking if you go out west, play with LeBron. All the pressure going to be on Kimba. And then at the end of the day, you know, LeBron going to his 17th year. And then, I don't know, I just feel like it would be a better mix if Kimba was to go to Boston. And then I feel like he a much, much better ball distributor than Kyrie. Okay. But basically got the same game. He probably not as skilled as Kyrie. But as far as the game of basketball, play the game just as good. Has like a good IQ at the game of basketball.
1: Now I, I see what you're saying with that. It's it's the same skill set, you know. Exactly. I mean, I mean, no insult, but he's like a poor man's Kyrie Irving, exactly. Which is not an insult whatsoever because Kyrie Irving is great, and so is Kemba Walker. Um, I was on him this year, and I'm gonna tell you why. Because he was on my money league, and Jeez. I was riding Kemba. I had some early trade offers. I was like, Nah, yeah. bro, I can't do it. I can't do it this year. No, I'm keeping that. I, I, nah, I was tempted. Though. Out. That that uh that that offer was tempting, but I don't know. I I got all the way to the damn semifinals and just like forgot to put Kimba in one night. Bro, bro I lost two out. I, I lost out on two hundred fifty dollars. I'm still mad right now.
2: Yeah, I be mad too.
1: Cause I ball all year. I, I'm not even. I'm not even gonna do that bad beat story. You know, cool story, bro. <laughs> Keep it moving. Uh, I don't know. You got anything else you want to add on Boston or you want to move on? Uh, Shout out,
2: shout out Jalen Brown from Marietta.
1: Oh, sure so enough. Now, he's from Marietta. He's not from Mayreda. We just going right, to put that right. out there. If you ain't <laughs> know, it's like two sides of Marietta. You got Marietta and then you got Mayreda. and it's, it's a little bit different. Uh, yeah. We know where side you're from, but it's all good. It's all love when we all rep. Shout out to everybody from Marietta. Their whole north side area, y'all know how we ride. You know, I'm in mean? right now. I'm currently in Smyrna, so it's right down the street. Thanks. Uh Let's see, man. I guess we could touch a little bit more on Philly because I I do have a bone to pick with them. All right. So I'm glad y'all going home. I'm gonna just put that out there <laughs> because you was trying to play me, or at least your coach was trying to play me. You got a six nine point guard who's not a point guard, and your coach told me that you turned him into a point guard. Now, one of them things is not right. Either he's not a point guard, he trashed at being a point guard, or the coach just lying. Which one is it? You 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 root for Philly. You might have some answers for me.
2: What, yeah yeah. What what is wrong
1: um, with Ben Simmons?
2: Honestly, I think uh, I think really Ben Simmons got all the tools there except his jump shot. Of course, and I think that's at the end of the day that's a major key because the name of basketball is put the ball in the goal, and especially at this level, I think he do need he do need to have a jump shot. But I think I think at the end of the day, Ben Simmons he's a good point guard. Uh, I feel like. He's part of the new generation of course. Uh you know they're moving the ball up and down the court, fast-paced tempo, and that's more that's more so his game. So he like to get up and down the court, crash the crash the lanes, dish it off to the big man or freaking take it himself.
1: That's cool. You know,
2: but I think he I think he's just a new age point guard, that's it.
1: But well, my thing is he's he's he was advertised as big Rondo. Yeah. That's what I thought I was really getting. I really thought I was going to get a triple-double machine with somebody who was going to get me like 14 points, you know, mostly off dunks, but a, you know, occasional bucket here and there. But the dude won't shoot the ball.
2: Yeah. Uh I don't I just don't think he got that that real killer like killer mentality like to seek and destroy like I feel like he um I think he. I feel. I feel like he works mainly off his gift of the game of basketball, instead of the, like putting his all into it. But like, I feel like if he put his all into it and actually worked on it, he'll be able to do that. But you know, not everybody got that. You know, go okay. get it in them.
1: That Kardashian shit, man. you Always, you're always <laughs> fucking with somebody, man. You just see the. Yeah. Game suffer just a little bit before or after. You just got that little stank on you, bro. Mm. That's what it do. I, I'm not. I look. I. Don't, I ain't trying to have nobody come after me. I'm just leaving it at that. Let's just keep it moving. <laughs> um. Let's see. Now, did you, do you want to touch on Denver one more time before we get into the conference finals? Uh.
2: Nah. Because it's like there's you not know, a whole lot KD, to talk do, about. Although I do want KD to go to Denver if he do leave Golden State. Oh,
1: that that would be sick. Yeah,
2: that's remember. that's what I want. So. I don't know what kind of cap space Denver got over there or any of that. I don't Ain't know what do you
1: got to do to make it happen? It had to be a sign of trade because mm. uh, Paul Millsap has had a decent number. Uh, who else on that team? Gary Somebody. Harris. Yeah. Well, they do got a lot of young guys. That might just be the only thing that would be in the way. I don't know. You gotta, I'm going to do a little research on that in the meantime. Yeah. but. <laughs>
2: They need to make that happen, though. I need
1: KD to play a real big man. We have never seen KD play with a real big man, or not at least one with multiple skill sets. Facts. Uh Usually one-dimensional, either offensive or defensive. I d- Would you call Serge Ibaka a big man?
2: Uh, yeah, but – that ain't the kind of big man I'm talking about. Okay, all right. Yeah. So I don't,
1: I'm I want to see your classification of a big man because I know he plays the big man roles. Yeah, but he doesn't definitely. play like a big man. So, Facts,
2: but no, no, I need some like Shaq, Jo B. Okay, the Kimbe Dwight see, Howard, like a big man. I feel you. That
1: that would be different. That that's a different look. Uh, in you know, Jokic. I Yokis. I mean he, even thinking about New York before the trade, him and Kristoff, that would have been interesting.
2: Mm, that would have been
1: That'd have been a lot of love to deal with that at all. But I not I'm not sure Unless what
2: Tyree went there, I would have been mad.
1: Yeah. That oh even thinking about that on, on paper, that that sounds nasty. I, I kinda like that. That that feels <laughs> like that feels like a problem that you can't stop. Because you ain't got enough players tall enough to guard these dudes shooting threes. So they both seven foot.
2: Mm-hmm. But
1: we going to let y'all go home, Denver. Hope y'all smoke something good. Uh, we'll see y'all next yes, year. They got it there. <laughs> uh, shout out to everybody out there in Denver. Uh, I did. I do got a – I get a few downloads out there every once in a while. So shout out to all them people, people out there, you know, randomly getting this podcast. Hey, guys for making it all the way to the end of the podcast. You know, that means you weren't bored, you like what we're talking right here. And I really do appreciate that. Now we're gonna get into the conference finals. And you say you want to talk about the East first. So we got the Milwaukee Bucks versus the Toronto Raptors. Now, who is your pick for this series? Uh
2: for this series, the Milwaukee Toronto series, I got Milwaukee 4-2.
1: 4-2. Oh, wow. So, no no game sevens, no dramatics, no None Kawhi last-minute shots. Is, put them away. Yes, sir. Okay, I, I can respect that because Giannis is pretty unstoppable. Uh, but I'm going to disagree with you, and I'm going to actually say that Toronto is going to win the series, and I'm going to put it in seven. Okay, I think that both Giannis and Kawhi have something to prove right now. As we were talking about before, there's no LeBron in the East. So he is no threat to either Kawhi or Giannis from going to the championship. Now, Kawhi has been there before, of course. He's won an MVP with the Spurs. So he is a little bit more prepared for the moment. But I do think Giannis is going to be a problem with with the defense, uh, just because of his length. But I'm I still can't put put it past Kawhi being able to stick it to anybody on the Bucks when he needs to. So I, I don't know why you feel like Milwaukee could do it though.
2: Um, I feel like Milwaukee could do it. You know, you know they, don't say, they say, you know, regular season don't got nothing to do with the playoffs. This is true. And, of course, you know, Milwaukee did have the best record in the league this year. And uh, there was 3-1 against Toronto this year. Although that first game they played, neither Giannis nor Kawhi played. Okay. Um, but they both did play the rest of the game. So w- with the rest of the games played, there was 2-1. But overall, like I said, I feel Giannis... I don't really feel like nobody on, like you say, I don't feel like nobody on Toronto can stop Giannis. I think Marcus Gasol, too slow.
0: Mm.
2: Uh, Ibaka, I don't think he quick enough. And um, it's that 3 and D. Milwaukee going to go with it. I think, uh, I don't think Toronto's been in a little slump lately. Uh, Kyle Lowry, he going to have to step up. And, Hopefully they get Malcolm Brogdon to start this uh, series.
1: I think he's going to be a big deal if he comes back exactly. for this series. I, I will give you that. I have we have been watching Milwaukee without Brogdon and it is a little bit different. I'm not going to lie to you.
2: Definitely. So you know they expecting him to come back, and uh, I don't know. I just I just don't like how Kyle Lowry played. I don't think he can handle Malcolm right now. So
1: he might be a problem for Kyle Lowry. Uh, I will say this though. I do like the intensity that the Raptors play with and I feel like it's the energy radi- radiating off Kawhi. It seems definitely. like when he steps his defense up, everybody around him does. So I'm curious to see how far that energy takes them. You know, it's not a tangible thing, but you can definitely tell. You know, when Kyle Lowry is getting steals, you know, twice as many than he normally does. It's that's a thing, you know. You yeah. can't really put that in a in a stat, but it's a thing and I feel like it will carry over because there's so much you know, bad juju not only around Toronto. I don't know I don't even know where it originated or why they just can't get anywhere at any time, but between that and Kawhi's need to avenge last year, I feel like there's enough motivation that he's gonna go ahead and take Giannis down. Cause he said, I don't know. I still feel like they shortchanging him, or he feels yeah. like he shortchanged I, too. So
2: I just feel like I, I still don't feel like Toronto got like enough experience to make to push through. He, although Milwaukee hasn't been in the dance either, but I feel like Toronto, kept, you know, kept running into LeBron, and then this was about Kawhi. Right. But like you said, Kawhi is a whole other animal than freaking uh, DeMar DeRozan.
1: Exactly. He's got Toronto
2: playing, but at the same time, still feel like Kyle Lowry is a liability. <sighs> especially, especially Milwaukee, because Milwaukee you know, Milwaukee's going to have home court advantage. So the momentum going to be they weigh most of the time, I feel like.
1: You have a point, and it is the size. It's the defense. It's mm-hmm. – uh, I feel like if he can get enough threes up to go in the hoop, it will help his effectiveness no matter what. I, I feel so Milwaukee like going to be
2: shooting that three too. They're going
1: to be shooting in three. So if Kyle Lowry can use any chance he gets to get a three to go in, I do feel much more confident in my pick. Uh, with Toronto, but you all right? They pose a lot of different uh threats as far as their three point shooting. Because I I said on the last part, I'm gonna say it again right now. Fucking two days in a row, uh, they remind me of the 2009 Magic, where Giannis mm-hmm. is basically playing the Dwight Howard role, but instead of just being a a big man, he's driving to the basket, shooting, and you know taking you off the dribble, and it's even more problematic than it would be with a traditional big man. Uh, So I I do see some issues, but I feel if Toronto can continue to work that pick and roll with Lowry, with Van Vliet, and try to get some more open shots and and roll as much of the shots away from Giannis, then I feel like they have a better chance. They just can't let Giannis's man get in the pick and roll. So if he's on Kawhi, then Kawhi needs to be on the other side when they're running it, mm. and, right. and that way they'll keep everybody involved. But this is going to be a, a real good one, and I think it's going to be a, a real coaching matchup as well. Uh, we're going to really see if you know, Coach Bud is that guy because we've seen him get a 60-win team right here in Atlanta. You was in Atlanta for that
2: definitely
1: so you remember like coach Bud was running them out there with a bunch of sets that was giving people fits yeah and uh, but was, I mean
2: it's, it's, you still know though they ran into to that king they though. ran
1: into LeBron but it's like you can't out greatness sometimes it's no matter yeah. what you can do sometimes you just can't um,
2: yeah
1: and so we're gonna see what Nick Nurse is made out of what kind of chops he got as they like to say yeah <laughs> All right. You got anything else you want to add on that one? Well, we can move on to the next series.
2: Um, I just feel like Toronto just got to come with it in order to be competitive with Milwaukee. Uh, I think they say, like, I know it's a game seven, but Toronto versus Milwaukee in game seven. I, I don't want to say nobody shot above
1: 50% mm. on Toronto. Let me see.
2: And I don't, I don't think that's going to cut it against Milwaukee.
1: You think they're gonna come out shooting like that?
2: They're gonna have to.
1: This is gonna be a good one. I'm not gonna lie. I'm I'm really looking forward to this one.
2: Yeah, definitely. It's gonna be good.
1: I feel like we're gonna get a couple classic moments. what uh, it might be a poster moment uh, or two, <laughs> definitely. All right, so let's is this the main event or is the Eastern Conference the main event?
2: Uh you know you got to go with the main event for the West. The go West since, since they they defending the champions.
1: Like so the Warriors going against Portland, we get the Stephen Curry versus Dame Lillard for up to seven games. I feel like it should be great for both of them. Now it looks like KD is definitely out for game 1 and he might be out for game 2. So are you looking at Portland being able to take this series or you feel like the Warriors still going to do their thing and smack them up and move on?
2: Uh I believe Warriors still gonna do their thing, smack them up and move <laughs> on. Uh with K D definitely four one. Uh if they go without, I'm gonna say four two. Oh damn. Just depending on how many games you miss, I feel like uh overall Golden State and Portland matchup just basically the same, but Golden State just a little bit better.
1: Okay, so so it's...
2: I feel like that's gonna give them the, the edge, and they and then you know I already got the home court advantage, and then like and then like I said with the other series, this series went two two in the regular season. Um, but yeah. you know in the playoffs, I think Golden State been you know handling business.
1: Do you think the Dame being from the Bay Area is going to have any factor, or will it give him a little extra juice?
2: Oh, he he he! It's going to give him some extra juice. You know, he got his family out there, friends. Um, so he's definitely going to be doing it for a purpose. But I still think at the end of the day, Golden State's still too strong. But I mean, at the uh, but Steph. Steph still got to come with it too. Steph really ain't been playing all that this whole series, and you know, for a lot of the finals, really. But I think though, so, um, especially with KD being out, he know he got to step up just as well. Like,
0: yeah, yeah. What he... they
2: mean to the Bay right now, Steph almost just the same. You know, like the Bay loves Steph. Oakland loves Steph. He done brought them three rings already. Mm-hmm. Like he got a lot to prove too. You know, they going for that. You know, four rings in five years too.
1: Yeah, and the one thing that Steph has to overcome is the fact that people just don't look at him in that same tier. They still are. They're putting him in the top ten. It's like they don't want to put him in that top tier. Sometimes I'm not sure why. And I think it's because sometimes what he's doing is overshadowed by what KD has done the last few years. Uh, you know, he they did sacrifice quite a bit, and now that KD's probably not going to be there for game one, he's going to step it up a little bit more, and I, I expect to see a better version of Curry. Uh, going back to Dane, I feel that if if there was ever a moment for him to solidify himself, I think this is going to be it. And as long as they don't they don't go down in flames, I feel he will get a bump up going into the next season. Because I'm right there with you. I don't really feel that they're going to get past the Warriors. I, I'm probably right there with you as well, probably being six. Uh, just because... The Warriors are just a well-oiled machine with or without KD. They have five different ways they can play. They can play motion. They can play pick and roll. They can play ISO. You know, whatever it is, they can, they can run off screens all day, You know, whatever. They, there's too many layers to what Golden State can do, so I've not seen them have any hiccups. But I do give Portland a chance in game one. Just like when LeBron was playing Golden State in that, that that very first time in Cleveland, and it looked like as long as they took Game One, they was gonna have a fighting chance. And I kind of feel like that with this team, if they could get one in the Bay and get take care of business with the other two at home, they could take it to seven and you know, you have to be there. Some, you know, not saying that we would need somebody to get hurt, but you know what I'm saying. Like you have, as long as you're in the race, you have you have time. So, right. If they fall flat, it's it's a wrap. I'm I'm just gonna say it like that. They they got one shot. This is it right here coming up yeah. uh, on Tuesday. But I'm I'm a. I'm going to enjoy it while we can, though, because I love the matchup. We're going to get the Curry brothers, uh, so that should be fun. We're going to get a lot of screen time with the whole Curry family. I'm sure they're going to be deep up in there. Uh, Uh, Yeah. And I think think maybe in game one, look for a little bit more Portland support in the building.
2: Mm.
1: I wouldn't be surprised if... The whole Dane coalition, people around him, the mamas and them, they didn't snatch up some tickets and they giving them out in the hood, <laughs> Un- under condition that you got to come cheering for Portland, of course, cause uh, you from the block. But so I'm I'm gonna have my eye out for that. Is there anything else that you got your eye out on for this series?
2: Uh, I need Draymond to stay under control.
1: Shout out Saginaw. Uh,
2: Need Draymond to be focused and Klay. I think this this series, how you say the same thing, like Dane need that solidification.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Although I feel like Klay already got it, but especially like like you say, without K D, if Klay can have like a top tier performance in game one to match the same energy that Dame probably gonna bring, and this is Clay, not even Steph. Yeah. Like I feel like if Steph do his thing, you know, the game could still go back and forth, but I think in order for Golden State to really come out on top, Clay going to have to step up big time and do his thing. Because most likely he going to either guard Dane or uh, CJ. Yeah. But I think he has to do it on both ends of the court.
1: He's going to have to. And is it me or when Clay hits that third three in the fourth quarter, it really just feels like he took all the air out of the rest of the team uh, on the other side?
2: Oh yeah, easy. Like it, easy. They was yeah. defeated.
1: It always feels bad, no matter when it is. It could be with like nine minutes left, but when he takes the third one and it goes in, and you're like, you're you're done. What are you going to mm-hmm. do? Because it's you still got nine minutes and you still got to stop him for the rest of the time.
2: Yeah, at that point, it's a machine. At that point,
1: exactly. All right, man. So we we have run our course here on the podcast, man. So. I don't know, man. Before we get up out of here, is there anything uh, you want to shout out, or if you want, just give your social media handles to everybody where to find you, so they can get some of them sports takes.
2: Hey, I I give out uh, give a couple of shout outs real quick. Uh, of course, shout out to all the moms for Mother's Day.
1: Already, uh, shout Happy out
2: Mother's my mom. Uh, shout out my girl, my dog. Uh, you know them, them, them my ladies right there <laughs> you know I love all of them and I'm for real too uh also wanna shout out to fellas the gang LPG uh my homeboy Bennett and then uh y'all can follow me on Instagram uh I'm underscore King Hook G uh i guy Twitter
1: alright shout out to my homie Hooks for coming on the podcast once again I had a lot of fun that was always good talking some hoop uh, don't worry all my music fans We'll get back to the music Momentarily and it's fine I haven't forgot about you I have something special coming for you Later on in the week As a matter of fact I'm going across the pond That's all I'ma say Look out for that next episode Man I appreciate y'all for listening You can always follow the show At The Rundown South On Twitter Facebook Instagram All them right there out. And if you need got a request you want to get on the show got a question cl at the rundown.com and uh i have nothing more to say so i'm out here peace you know this is the
0: rundown this is the